I mean, I, shoot, I would have to write a novel to tell you all, yeah. all the stuff you'd need to know, but the, the biggest thing is to get with somebody that, that you like, you enjoy being around, and they enjoy being around you, and just put your finger in their, in their bell loop and, and drag along, and, and ask questions and learn everything you can, because you can never know too much about this. I mean, even the greatest guys in the world, they have trouble and they have brain farts and don't do things right. But, I mean, they make mistakes and try to learn from them, and that's kind of the biggest thing in, in what we do. Uh, you got to take just as much out of doing bad as you do doing good. Hey guys, it's Caitlin Gustav, and I am here with another episode of The Score. This time, we have the one and only, a seven-time Wrangler NFR calf roping qualifier, Marty Yates. Marty's currently riding the team roping wave. He started out as a fill-in for young gun Jackson Tucker, and now he's picking up a heel rope for what could be the remainder of the 2021 Pro Rodeo season. In this episode, you'll get to hear about how Marty was raised, his love for team roping and calf roping, the horses he's currently riding, and the horses that have helped shape his career. We even talk about his pretty cool aunt, who is a 18-time WPRA world champion, J.J. Hampton, who recently won the Rena Rodeo in the breakaway roping. And we talk about all that she's done for him. And just so everyone knows, uh, before we get into this episode, I know we recorded this episode just about an hour or two before Marty roped in Estes Park, Colorado, um, where the world saw his horse slipped and fell right as he was making the corner. Um, I just want everyone to know that Marty and the horse are okay. Um, I believe Chase Wiley and his head horse, I believe they're okay as well. Um, it was kind of sketchy in that ground at Estes Park, but they all made through and uh, Marty bounced back and made a pretty good run in the calf roping to finish his trip in Estes Park. So anyway, I'll quit chatting at you. Thank you, Marty, for being on this episode with me, and I hope everyone enjoys it. This episode is brought to you by Farnham. Stick with us because we have a special commercial at the middle of this episode. Hey, guys, I am sitting here. We're currently in Jackson Tucker's living quarters. It's a mess, Jackson. You need to clean it. But I'm sitting here with Marty Yates, seven-time NFR qualifier in the calf roping. And you're picking up the team roping these days. Marty, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. Yeah, I didn't think I would be uh, entering the rodeos uh, whenever I started start headed out for the summer. But I guess here we are, entering the team roping. <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean, you pretty much helped Jackson out. His partner went home. Um, so you're picking up the picking up the heat there. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on team roping? Do you love it? Or no? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. And I've always said if I ever uh, did really good and uh, – Want to, want to go buckle or anything like that, I would do it. But mm-hmm. it's just the horses are so hard to find, just like calf horses, and they cost just as much. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I haven't ever done it, just mm-hmm. the fact that if you're not riding the best horse, well, you might as well not be doing it. So, And that kind of goes to show every time I fill in or something, the team up and I'm riding Paul Aegis horse mm-hmm. or something. So it's not like when I fill in, I'm just stepping on a, somebody's practice horse. So I don't know. I do love team roping, though. It's, it's, a, it's, it's fun. That's what I grew up doing, and... 
Uh, Kev Hubbard just kind of took over, so I don't know. So you've team up your whole life? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I, I probably, as a kid, I probably team up more than, really? I, than I wrote Kev's. Yeah, just because, I mean, J.J. wrote Breakaway at the mm-hmm. Amateurs growing up, and we all practiced in the same arena. And my uncle, Roe, I mean, we that's he team roped too and rodeoed stuff. So we didn't really have, like, we had a team roping arena. It was huge, and it yeah. wasn't no fun to rope Kev's then. So <laughs> I, that's just what we did. We team roped. We got home from school. Uh, you rope till it got dark, turn lights on, and rope some more until you didn't have no horses. So mm-hmm. I really did team rope a lot growing up, and then I don't know. Uh, I always roped calves at the, at the junior rodeos and stuff, and that kind of just took over. I had a passion for it and fell in love with it. And mm-hmm. for one of my like thirteenth or fourteenth birthday, they built a, a calf alley for me. So then that's, that's cool. that, yeah, that's where it took <laughs> off. So it got a lot easier to practice and you wanted to get out there instead of chasing them all over the arena. Yeah, no kidding. Those big arenas are not fun to rub caps. No, no, especially not a kid that was just a little bitty turd trying to go out there and wrestle them down. And, but, oh, my gosh. I don't know. It, it probably, it, it, it made me. I mean, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I, I've always I've always wanted team rope. I've always had the thought about doing it. And I don't know. It just, not saying, I mean, who knows what will happen with me and Jackson roping yeah. or whatnot, but... I mean, I think it's cool to get to help him. It, it was just going to be a couple of rodeos, and mm-hmm. then it, it worked out, and we're like, well, screw it. Let's just ride the wave, <laughs> I guess. No, that's going to be fun. <laughs> and did you – what did you do more of, head or heel True, Man, I always liked healing more, uh-huh. but I always I always roped the horns better. Yeah. That's so I always end up – and I had a good head horse too, so I always mainly headed, but then the healing was – healing's obviously more fun. Yeah. I, I like healing a lot more, but – and and also filling filling in and doing what I'm doing, it's a lot easier to have a, a mm-hmm. good heel horse. There's a lot more good heel horses than just like I ain't gonna walk up there and ask Riley Minor to get on Bob. Yeah. You know, oh I mean, it's, it's, it, it, there's not as many great head horses there are. And, yeah. and good heel horses you can get by on. I mm-hmm. think. Definitely. And do you find, like, is it easier for you with your swing? I know, like, sometimes people get their swings mixed up. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's tough. Man, yeah, it is, it is. But the way I look at it, if you if you can handle your rope and know where your tip's at, you can catch whatever you want to. I don't know. I try to – I don't get in the middle of everything and breaking mm-hmm. it down, but I, I, that's the way I feel. If you, if, you, if you can handle your rope and know where your tip's at, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And I feel like – the first time we ever really saw you get crack out in the team roping was it with Jackie when you guys went to California? Yeah, yeah we went to we roped at Salinas and then we roped at Cheyenne too, and that was it's kind of funny because I haven't roped at I haven't team roped at Cheyenne since then. Mm-hmm. Jackson was like, "Man, it's gonna be so fun to team rope over there." I'm like, "Yeah, it is." I said, "I got to rope over there one time." He's like, "Oh, no, no." Yep. I'm like, yeah. He's like. With who? I said, a girl. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, me and Jackie entered a long time ago. And I, I roped a leg on the second one. Thanks, you're having a chance, bro. Yeah. But, but, I was say, you guys were doing like, yeah, pretty good. Did. I remember I was keeping first, up with we that. We knocked the first one down good, and then I roped a leg on the second one. But Dakota took his man and had to get on something else. So oh, yeah. They, that's how it goes when you're filling in, I guess. <laughs> so what was, I mean, it was so cool for Jackie. Like, to yeah. even have Jackie go out there. How, yeah, that's what she just... Out of nowhere, one day she'll she'll send me random text, Jackie yeah. will, and then out of nowhere she said, "Do you want a team rope at, at Salinas and uh, and Cheyenne?" I'm like, "With, with who? Like what? Like what? <laughs> like 
whatever. And she, so she called me after that. And we talked, and I'm like, sure, heck, I'm going to be there. Might as well do it. And I'd always wanted to team rope at, uh, at Salinas and mm-hmm. Cheyenne, too. So it, it was a cool experience. Yeah, I, I remember that because I remember before going, you guys left to go out there, Jackie came over. I was living at Larry D's house for during oh, yeah, that yeah, time and yeah. Jackie had came over and was testing out head horses oh, yeah. figure out, she, she took Raven she didn't just show up on a herd neither she no. brought a bad sucker but it, it was and that was made it even more fun because we just she could just catch up to him right mm-hmm. there it was it was fun yeah there wasn't any crazy headshots or anything going on just go <laughs> knock them down yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah uh, and what have you been healing on at all the rodeos um I rode Paul's, I think he calls her Bourbon. I rode her at, which I got to ride her at Gaiman this year too. Mm-hmm. And then I rode her at Cody. And then I rode a little bay horse that come from Colby Lovell that Paul rides now called Woody. So I, it's not like I have been riding Dinks at the rodeo. <laughs> yeah, no, you've been on some good ones. <laughs> yeah, and that's the that's the deal kind of moving forward is now I'm not just I'm not just filling in and st- and, and just going to rope with a couple of them. So now I'm probably going to have to find me a horse or something to haul around with me. Yeah. So that's going to be a little, little different, but it'll be fun. So how is the entering going to go, you know, with you being in the calf roping and the team roping? How's, how's uh, well, that? we got our first little taste of it. Uh, we entered Dodge City, and we got split up already at the very first one. So I'm uh, probably just find a trade and hopefully uh, make it all work. I'm sure it'll be a pain in the butt, but... Uh, you kind of throw into effect too. I'm I'm actually riding uh, my girlfriend's horse and in the, in, she rides in the breakaway too. Mm-hmm. So kind of got to enter around her and we don't get to buddy. So it's it's going to be a nightmare here for a minute, but yeah. it'll be worth it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Jeez, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of what's in your string right now that you are riding at the rodeos? Like as heel horses or, t- uh, or calf horses? Heel horses. What are you going to ride moving forward? Uh, calf horses? Like, shoot, t- like tonight right here at Essence Park. There's a couple guys, I, I haven't even asked either one of them, but Hunter Cook's up tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the Torres brothers are up, so I thought I'd ask uh, I'd ask Jonathan maybe to ride his, and I, he's always let me ride something, and it's like, like just like Paul's, they're all good horses, so, um, and I'm, I've been buds with all those guys, and they're, they're fortunate enough to let me on. I used to get to ride a horse of, uh, of Russell Cordoza's in the calf mm-hmm. open a lot, uh, Raindrop, and she was awesome, helped me win a lot of money, so... I mean, I'll return the favor if any of them guys want to end the calf roping. I mean, they're more than welcome to get on. I just, I don't see some, some of them guys in the calf roping. But, uh, I can't imagine. So. Yeah. I'd like to see Paul show up and get on one of my horses, though. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And what about in the calf roping? What, what's in your stream? Uh, you know, I bought, it's kind of been slim. Uh, after the finals, this winter was good. I got to ride Buster everywhere, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was all looking fine. And then he got hurt again. So I bought a green mare. Uh, right during the NFR this year and that's what I kind of been roping on this spring and stuff and got out here and I she didn't she didn't necessarily do anything wrong she just showed a few green things that mm-hmm. I mean I just wasn't loving it's time to be winning so uh, I've been jumping around like I rode Smith's horse pockets at, at Reno and I'm gonna ride like RJ's horse tonight and I mean it's just kind of like the Paul deal we're buds yeah I, they know they can ever they could get on something of mine anytime, and uh, pockets. He's or pockets. Caleb's rode mine, Buster mm-hmm. a lot, so it's just buddies helping buddies out, you know. So yeah. The foot will be the shoe will be on a different foot one of these days. So. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I want to talk about it too. What's that horse you and uh, your aunt JJ? Yeah. What's that horse that you were riding? That doesn't JJ have it? Now? Oh yeah, well she did. That was a horse that uh, actually come from Ryan Jarrett, my traveling partner. Um, mm-hmm. I bought him and. 
just kind of going to take him along, and he got pretty good, but he just was funny on the end of it uh, in the calf roping. And then JJ, she she needed something kind of. She's she was going through kind of a little horse problem, and mm-hmm. she jumped on him, and it went amazing. Yeah. So she freaking took the world by storm. <laughs> she won everything on that horse, and he was older whenever I sold him. I think he was. I don't even remember. He's 21 maybe now. So he was dang sure had still had some age on him then, mm-hmm. and she got some good years out of him. But he was dang sure good for her for quite a few years. Yeah, and, I mean, J.J. is a winner. <laughs> yeah, so. she, she might just make a horse good. She just needs <laughs> them to leave off her hand decent, and she, as long as they get, get her kind of close, she's all right. Yeah, and how, you know, having J.J. in your corner, she's, I love just talking to J.J., hanging out with her, and I know it's fun. I love watching her at the NFR when they scan over to her on the screen. <laughs> she's always hooping and hollering. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, how, what's it like having J.J. in she, your corner? She's nuts. It's awesome having, having her. I wouldn't want any, I mean, she's, and and put it go a different way with it. She's the ultimate competitor too, mm-hmm. and she feels that way. Like she when she's sitting in the stands, it looks like to me. Yeah. She's loving it. She's wishing she was down there. But man, it's been awesome to have somebody like her behind me and pushing me my whole life. I mean, not just my career. I mean, she was there from the day I was born, and um, she's just a winner in life, really, not just in rodeo. I mean, she she has a, a wonderful family, Casey and Ricky, and they shoot they Casey he's kind of getting into it now and mm-hmm. it's it's been cool for JJ to help him and now it's kind of hard for her because well now it's the ultimate deal for the breaker opers they yeah. get to go rodeo and she feels like she needs to be home with him but I, I think they're making it work and uh, I don't know I, she's she's helped me more than I can sit here and talk about you know mm-hmm. she's helped me with lots of things but uh, she's incredible and I, I appreciate her to be my aunt you know yeah is it cool having her, like, you know, oh, getting to go down the road now? Absolutely, yeah, because she calls me, and she's going to all the same places, and she asks me about, well, what are the kids, what's the start, yada, yada, yada. But she's pretty intense. I don't know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've talked to her a lot, but she <laughs> she doesn't, uh, she might throw some uh, strange language out a little bit most of the time, but uh, she, she's intense, and if you're down and out, I haven't been winning a whole lot, and it's mm-hmm. been kind of rough, and she's she's been positive the whole way. Which she, I mean, she's had great success out here, and mm-hmm. just like we all figured she would, but it's been nice to have her in my corner for sure. Definitely, definitely. And I want to step back, you know, um, you've talked about JJ's been there all your life. Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of talk about where you came from and um, just your background story. Who's Marty Yates? Yeah, um, shoot, just uh, one of the first uh, rodeo guys in Stephenville, I guess you could say. <laughs> Everybody lives there now, but. They all ask if I just came from, uh, if I just go to school in Stephenville. Like, no, I was born and raised there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a completely different town. But no, I was born born and raised right there in Stephenville, and uh, had a great family behind me. Um, kind of started off a little a little bit different than most most kids probably. My dad uh, died in a car wreck before I was born, and that kind of set us up mm-hmm. maybe to not have the best start, you know, for me and my mom. And then, of course, my grandma and and grandpa and everybody they stepped in and my dad's side of the family they mm-hmm. they've been awesome you know it's so I never I never went without you know I, I had everything I needed and I don't know I, I, I feel like I don't know my dad's with me all the time and uh, just blessed to get to do what I do mm-hmm. um, things happen for a reason um, I was blessed with the talent so I just I, 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 that's what I try to keep in my mind is just God give me this talent I'm going to use it mm-hmm. until uh, until the, another door opens. Yeah, and um, so your dad died before you were even born. Do you? I mean, obviously you've heard all the stories about him. Um, mm-hmm. He rodeoed. Oh, kinda, yeah. yeah. What? What? Something that people always tell or used to tell you about him? Or? Uh, 
probably that he was such a people person, which is kind of strange because I'm not as outgoing as they act like <laughs> he, he was. But, they, I mean, everybody loved him. He was he was the center of attention. I, I don't know. It, it goes on and on. It just seems like he was the ultimate guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I'll ever be the, the guy that they talked that he was, but mm-hmm. I, I just hope that um, maybe I have enough in me that I, I'll, I'll be a good person just like he was and people think it of me. But... I don't know. I've never heard one person say a bad a, a bad thing about him or him him not having any fun or enjoying life. So I'm just thankful to I guess get to be a son really. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's terrible that you never got to meet him. No, but yeah, that's, but I mean, I mean it's it's, it's, cool it's life and and life goes on and like you say, you just gotta believe and and keep moving forward and know everything happens for a reason. Yeah, definitely. Um, and okay, let's talk about what was it like qualifying for your first NFR? Man, it was. Dream come true, of course. Every little kid grows up. Mm-hmm. I mean, just hoping and praying and wanting <laughs> to be there so bad. And then, I mean, then it just comes into reality. I, I went out my first year and didn't have hardly any luck. I, my horse was terrible. I, mm-hmm. I had a lot to learn. I'd, I'd grown up my whole life, and I'm making the NFR the first year I go. And uh, I got slapped in the face the first year. And then uh, go out there the next year, and the winter was great. I got to rodeo with Hanchie and... Mm-hmm and uh, Cliff Cooper, and it was just like, man, I belong out here, you know, mm-hmm. and then I went to win and had a great fourth, and then, of course, every season has a little rocky point in it, and uh, that, it didn't slow us down much, and then show up to the finals, and it's like, holy cow, it's, it's this is what, this is, and it, it was everything I ever dreamed of, too, it wasn't like it was a letdown, it was unbelievable, and um, that's, me saying that, I wish little kids would realize, hey, it really does mean something. Like, it's it's awesome. It is the pinnacle of it. So, I don't know. It's, like I say, it's the dream come true. Definitely. And what was that learning curve after your friend, first NFR, not doing as great as you'd hoped? Yeah. Um, and now you're seven years yeah, consecutively I, going. I don't know. The learning curve, I guess it keeps happening. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I you don't talk to many people besides Dustin Skeezer, maybe, that, that, <laughs> that, that go through. I mean, everybody goes through lulls and, and has, has tough times. And if you just learn to ride it out. I mean, you, you got to, to look back on your past to realize that you do belong, you are good enough, and, and just keep believing in yourself and going on because um, it's not always going to be great. It's yeah. really not. And that's what, I mean, that's what kids in the rodeo have to realize, too, is um, it's, not always, it's not always great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting to that point, I was like, I like hearing if there's any, like, cool, like, horse stories that, like, um, is there, like, a cool horse that kind of brought you into the scene? Man, yeah, of course, Chicken. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you got to throw yeah. him in there uh, because he was the first one that I, I had that great winner on and had the great fourth on, and then I got to ride him at my first two NFRs. Mm-hmm. And he probably wasn't the best horse I ever rode as far as all the things that he did, but I swear I go places still to this day. I mean, it's five years six years later and yeah. he people still know him like mm-hmm. it's like where's where's old chicken at and i'm like man how do people remember that horse but he, he was i guess he was an eye catcher you know and mm-hmm. uh, he is the one that got my career boosted off and then of course buster is the one i rode at the last five nfrs and man he he was probably the he he came along at a great time because chicken had just went down and i was mm-hmm. doing the same thing i am right now just jumped from horse to horse and then buster came along and it was just like took off like wildfire i had a great great summer that year and then um i got to ride him like three more summers and then the last couple i hadn't got to ride him much and just mm-hmm. but at, just at the finals and man he's worth it just to keep him just to ride him at the best places because he is he is the best horse i've maybe ever rode not not only just 
owned, you know. Yeah. Ham, ham and pockets, they're definitely standouts. Definitely. Admit it, bugs suck. They're the last thing you want hanging around your horse and stable. Our friends at Farnham can help rid your barn of these annoying, filthy, disease-carrying bad guys. If you're ready for the best way to protect your horse, your stable, and yourself, look to Farnham's no-fly zone solution. The people over at Farnham have discovered the best way to set yourself up for success is by fighting on all fronts. With their three-stage approach of block, repel, reduce, you can be sure flies, mosquitoes, and ticks are kept away. Go to Farnham.com, that's F-A-R-N-A-M.com to learn more and download a free copy of the Horse Owner's Guide to Creating Your Own No-Fly Zone. Plus, you can find money-saving offers to help get you on your way to a fly-free zone. Farnham, your partner in fly control. And uh, you talked about, um, you know, jumping from horse to horse. Do you fight your head getting on a different horse, or do you just get on them oh, like it's your own? No, nah, there, the there's, definitely, there's definitely obstacles, you know, when you, mm-hmm. because you, you get on a different horse. They might be an awesome horse, but they might not, they might do something completely different than what you're used to or the last horse you rode. So you got to just get on thinking go do your job and trust the horse Mm -hmm. and and sometimes it helps me doing that because if he does something different or then then you think it gets your it gets your mind messed up Mm -hmm. so i don't know you got to just stay open with it and keep keep going forward stay positive because if 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 you start thinking about the horse too much then you're like yeah i I don't know you start second guessing you're roping so Mm -hmm. it gets it gets weird but um it keeps my mind just I don't know. It's good for me. Yeah. And is there anything, like, what is the lowest low oh, you've man. had, I guess? I don't know. That's a, that's a well, I, like, lowest low, that's a good one, but I've been pretty fortunate. I, I've had tough times through the mm-hmm. summers and, and tough times at the finals, but I've really been pretty fortunate. I've got to make the finals every year mm-hmm. since I've made it the first time, and I've had great NFRs, and um Probably the lowest of the low would be about two years ago was the, I was doing the exact same thing. Buster mm-hmm. got crippled, and I was just jumping around horse to horse, wasn't winning much. I don't know. that. I guess you could say that probably is the lowest for me mm-hmm. is those two summers. Um, but other than that, I've been very fortunate. I, I can't. Um, I've been pretty blessed with good years and, and hopefully lots more to come. Yeah, definitely. And what, I guess – we talk about the lowest lows what's the highest high like what's what's one of your most memorable runs or memorable Man, moments the highest high probably I mean I guess you would have to say this year at the NFR mm-hmm. just because I came so close to the gold buckle and um Shab was way out there in front of us but I don't think any of us in the cafe open realized that we had a chance to catch him until yeah. all of a sudden hey we've won some money and then you know he, he didn't have much luck and I don't know that it might have been one of the highest highs, but then it might have crashed me yeah. just because it came so close, and then it was like 300 and whatever dollars, and it just let the wind out of you. But yeah. I don't know. I, I try not to. That's one of the things that I think about is try not to get too low and try not to get too high when you're winning. Just mm-hmm. try to stay in the middle because anything can happen. I mean, it's going to change tomorrow. I yeah. mean, you might be on a roller coaster winning everything, and guess what? It's It's... It might not stop, but it's going to slow down for sure. Mm-hmm. So I try to just stay in the middle and, and appreciate everything gets thrown my way. Yeah, 
definitely. And I know right now you're sitting in the top 15 in the calf roping. Um, compared to previous years, is this a good standings for you? Uh, or how, I mean, how is it right now? I'm obviously, I don't think anybody's ever pleased unless you're first. But mm -hmm. um, for the way it's been, I, I feel like I'm in a good spot to make the finals again. Um, I need to start putting some checks together and stuff. But now I've got to ride Lonnie's horse a little bit, and me and him kind of clicking along. And I'm going to. I'm not going to ride him a lot, but I'm going to ride him at the big ones probably, mm -hmm. uh, just the ones that you put all the money together. And <clears throat> we'll just see. I mean, I, I feel confident in where I'm at. and yeah. uh, Obviously, uh, you'd always like to have more money, but it's just the way the year's going. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I guess, you know, going into the rest of the season, what, what are the plans you know, are you and Jackson going to yeah, more like, so circuit? Or? No, no, I mean, we're, we're going to go to the, like, because my dad, I, t I told him, I said, man, obviously Kef Open, I mean, I'm going to, yeah. if, if something happens, I'm Kef Open. Mm -hmm. But we're going to enter, I mean, everyone we can get into, the big ones, I mean, because that's where I'm going to be Kef Open. And, I'm, I mean, if we're going to win a check, it might as well be a big one. I'd just soon <laughs> win at Cody than win it. I don't know, Estes Park or something. I, you know, I'd rather mm -hmm. I'd rather have a chance to big money. So, And that's where I wrote better at, too, I think. I mean, uh, all these rodeos are one-headers now, and that's, I mean, that's a lot more st my style. I'm a yeah. go-around roper and an average roper anyway, so I don't know. We're, we're definitely going to enter some, uh, Dodge and Lovington, probably that next week. And then uh, if, if he wants to keep going, I don't care. I, I mean, I'm there. I might as well be entered. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're just going to kind of, like I said, ride the wave and uh, – See where it takes us. Yeah, hopefully somewhere, yeah, that'd somewhere be, good, that'd right? That would be cool, yeah. That would be real cool, but we'll see. And so do you like? Do you ever talk to any of the healers, like get any tips or anything? Uh, like, me and Paul will break it down a little bit, yeah. but but not a whole lot. I mean, we just talk about roping. But, like, uh, I guess last week I missed the last one we ran it over there at Killdeer, and we mm -hmm. kind of talked about it a little bit. But um, I don't know. I, I, it's cool just to ha just to be around those guys and – I'm more of a, like, I can watch those guys and pick up more than they can, if they sit there and tell me. I was like like that as a kid. I could, You're just more, a visual I learner. could get more out of watching Cody O have a practice session than I could him tell me how to do it. You know? Interesting. So, I don't know. It worked out better for me. Gotcha. Well, who, favorite team rubber? Who's Who are your favorite team rubbers to watch? Do you have any? To watch? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I like to go up there and watch the team roping at the finals and stuff, <laughs> but like, the stuff Dustin's been doing lately oh is, is is unheard of. It's it's crazy. Like he's kind of going to a different planet a little bit. But I mean, you, there's like I've, I've we always talk about it. I mean, going down the road, there's I mean, you love watching Juggers. You love mm -hmm. watching. So I really can't single one out besides yeah. what, what, liking to watch Dustin right now. I mean, he's just he's on a heater and and TG's just back there hitting him down. I mean, yeah. he, he's doing a good job. Um, and then of course. My favorite, my favorite healer. I like me and Paul are buds. Yeah, uh, he's. I don't know him and and then watching Jade heal. It's it's like clockwork every time. So and then there's like it's just like Wesley Thorpe. There, mm -hmm. I mean the greats. Just like They're anybody, exactly <laughs> the same people that everybody likes to watch. That's who I like to watch. <laughs> um, and what about calf ropers? Who do you who do you kind of go to for help? Who um like. Hanchi, he's our, our director this year, and he, okay. he kind of knows more the insides and the ins and outs of the rodeos and what calves we're going to be roping here. So he's kind of the guy you go to, to to get the inside info. And then me and RJ, Ryan Jarrett, we rodeo together, and uh, we just get along real good. We don't well, – he's the type of guy, he don't get too high or too low when mm -hmm. it's, it's going bad or good. And 
we got a lot more in common than just rodeo. You know, we get to drive along, talk about cattle and this and that and whatever. And so it's it's cool to to have a guy like that mm -hmm. in your corner to to uh, to go with you. But I mean, Caleb Smith. I mean, I could sit and watch him rope calves all day long. I mean, yeah. I, I am at the end of the day. I mean, I am a student of the game. I like to watch and pick up stuff. And if Caleb Smith does everything exactly how you would want to do it, so he's probably. I mean, next he's up there. If, if he wanted to do it, in my eyes, if he wanted to do it every day, all day, and mm -hmm. wanted to be eat up with it, he could be Cody Hall, yeah. in my eyes. But he likes to do other things, and he's got two gold buckles still, so yeah. that's, that says a lot for it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, going down the road, what, uh, maintenance-wise, what does it take to keep your horses going, keep you going, uh, the rig, you know? Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm blessed with great sponsors. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. Marty Tanner, he's been with me since... A chicken first got hurt, and man, he's done a great job keeping Buster together. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if anybody else in the world could have done it. That's how much I believe in him. And then, uh, as far as far as the maintenance goes, I mean, he does. He whatever he tells me, that's what goes. Yeah. So, and then, uh, as far as like my rigs and stuff, outlaw conversions. I mean, they're they're awesome. They they do whatever it takes to get me back going. Mm -hmm. And Bloomer, they they do everything they can to keep me on the road. Um, but as far as me, I. I don't know. I kind of try to stay low maintenance. I don't do a whole lot. I'll go get some massages and go to the chiropractor and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not too beat up yet, I don't guess. So I'm yeah. sure here in a couple of years it might be different. <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe by then I'll just be a healer instead of a calf over. <laughs> <laughs> not too much maintenance. Yeah, no. What about, do you like do any workouts on the road? No, I no? really don't. Like, not even when I'm home. I, yeah. I blow and go nonstop, taking care of cattle and going roping and this and that and rodeoing and I don't, I don't stop long enough to, to really do no <laughs> working out or anything like that. And just like, I mean, I, one of these days I'm sure I'll have to. Mm -hmm. you know, when I get older and my body starts kind of wearing out a little bit. But as of now, shoot, everything's, everything's good. Yeah, definitely. For, you know, rookies coming up and people that want a pro rodeo, um, what advice can you give to them? I mean, it's, it's tough out here. Yeah, so. it is tough out here. Um, I mean, I, shoot, I would have to write a novel to tell you all, yeah. all the stuff you need to know, but the, the biggest thing is to get with somebody that, that you like, you enjoy being around, and they enjoy being around you, and just put your finger in their, in their bell loop and, and drag along, and, and ask questions and learn everything you can, because you can never know too much about this. I mean, mm -hmm. even the greatest guys in the world, they have trouble, and they have brain farts, and don't do things right, but I mean... They make mistakes and try to learn from them, and that's kind of the biggest thing in, in what we do. Uh, you got to take just as much out of doing bad as you do doing good, you know, because out here rodeo, you don't get to go to the house and run 10 practice kids, 10 practice steers. You yeah. know, I mean, you might have friends along the way, but it's a lot different than just going to a weekend warrior and going to mm -hmm. some amateurs and going to the house practicing all week. I mean, it's different. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just say get with somebody good that you trust and you like and get along with and and ride, ride it out and learn everything you can, ask lots of questions. Definitely. And what's a day off for Marty Yates on the rodeo road? Oh, just sit back, chill. We don't, <laughs> uh, like, we went and walked around town and jacked around. I mean, nothing too spectacular. We'll try to go eat something good yeah. or something like that because most of the time it's just gas station jerky and stuff that like that. But, <laughs> yeah. but Energy drinks. Especially last week. It was, that was crazy, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we just like to go find something cool to do and look at some look at the sites. I yeah. mean it was it was cool enough just driving up the mountain here. I never been to Estes before so oh, it's really? it kinda cool, yeah. Oh cool. So yeah. what's your favorite location of Rodeo? 
Um, it's hard to beat like it's hard to beat the Northwest. Yep. I mean, you get up there and it's it's cool and it's hotter than crap in Texas. So you don't want to <laughs> yeah. be home, so um, it, it's fun to be up there and get to hang out with people. And it's, there's a lot more downtime, but I mean, we get to go stay at people's houses and rope with them. And um, I don't know, you kind of develop a, a Northwest family while you're mm-hmm. up there. So uh, I don't know. It's we have, I mean, obviously, all of us are close close friends. It's like a big traveling circus, you know. Yeah. Everybody knows each other. We're all going to the same places. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have uh, some this or that. Got to do it with you. Okay. Okay. Friends or Yellowstone? Friends. Oh, yes. High five. I, I mean, I love at, both. I, I but... can laugh at friends all, all day. I've seen them all. Taco or steaks? Or steaks. Steaks. So far, you and Jackson are two for two on the same. Pirates or ninjas? Ooh. <laughs> Pirates, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about either one. <laughs> oh, flying or driving? Oh, man. This year, I was going to have to say driving because flying's been a nightmare, but normally yeah. I would say I would normally I'd say flying. Um, yeah, they've been canceling flights oh, it's been left terrible. and white. It's, it's, been, and right. it's been terrible. Oh. I had a terrible experience the other day. I flew from... Uh, Reno. To, I was trying to get to Pecos the next uh-huh. the next day. Flew all day. Finally, get barely make my my first one's delayed. Barely make the connection. Get on the plane. We sat there for two hours, mm-hmm. and they ain't got no pilot. So they oh canceled they canceled the flight at midnight. And I'm I got to be at oh. Pecos at eight a.m. So now I'm like, oh, I'm gonna rent a car. No cars to rent. No. So uh, thankfully, Ricky and Casey and JJ's uh, little yeah. boy they were at a junior rodeo about thirty minutes from the airport. I jumped in with them. They were going to love it. Got to ride this oh <laughs> Sweetwater, and then Rich was rode- that rodeos with us was in- already in Pegasus, so he come and got me three hours, and we got there at like seven o'clock just in time, an hour before. The oh my gosh! Yeah, that was a miserable. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm just kind of driving. Yeah, driving right now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, are you the driver or passenger? I'm the passenger. RJ, RJ drives everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind driving, but he would just soon be in the driver's seat, and I'm not going to stop him. And since I've been going with Jackson, he likes to drive too, so I can kind of handle. Oh yeah, it. yeah, it's cool. Chill. It's cool with me. Yeah, salty or salty sweet? Or sweet. Probably, I'm salty, probably. Salty, <laughs> Marty. It's a salty. <laughs> okay, I think that's all I had for you. We're not gonna play that too much longer. <laughs> Thanks for playing my game, Marty. Well, Marty, I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. Uh, thank you for stopping and talking with me and playing a little bit of this or that i appreciate it (laughs) you bet you bet thanks for having me thank you thank you guys for listening to this episode with marty yates marty thank you again for joining me for a quick chat and you guys don't forget leave us a rating and review let us know which guys you liked listening to who you want to hear more from who we haven't interviewed yet let us know leave us a review thank you